Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today are Louis D'Souza and Anne-Marie Young. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And a happy Monday as well, on top of everything else. We hope your lives are swimming in the high vibe where they should be. And if they're not, we're going to help you bring out great up a little bit. Because that's what we do here on your Daily Dose of Happy. Um, I, I got to tell you guys a little story, something that uh, happened just within the last hour. Um, I used to be very much involved in writing about politics and political situations. I even have a website that I'm going to be shutting down pretty soon that I spent a lot of time on building up and built up a community with it and so forth. And in the last, as you might, it's not, you might not be surprised about this, but in the last two or three years, I just kind of stopped doing it and just kind of went its own way and I'm getting ready to shut it down. Well, I got an email from a guy who had been reading some of my back articles and he was complimenting me on how good of a writer I was and how clear I was and so forth. And basically trying to urge me to reconsider, go back into the realm of writing about all that stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, why would I want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I appreciated what he was saying. I appreciate his willingness to take the time and reach out and so forth. So I responded to him and uh, we did a little back and forth. And he, of course, is trying to win me over to writing about his political viewpoint and so forth. And I'm just kind of deflecting that and finally um, gave me an opening. And in that opening, I decided to just kind of go for it. So I, I put out this little email that basically spelled out all the different ways that we enslave ourselves when we um, when we start thinking in terms of, you know, fighting people politically or fighting for causes and all that kind of thing. And the reason I got the opening was because he actually made a reference to being enslaved by one particular viewpoint. I said, well, hey, it's not just that one. It's all of them, guys. <laughs> so I started spelling it out for him. And when I was done, I thought, no, this is pretty cool. And then I finished and I, I said off to him, I said, he might get it. He might not. And it doesn't really matter. And that was a really freeing experience. Mm. Just didn't matter. <laughs> Now, five years ago, forget that one. <laughs> that was not going to happen. <laughs> but, but today, you know, hey, I did what I could. It's up to him at this point. So I just thought I'd share that with you guys. How are you guys doing? I love that, Walt. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm doing really well. Thank you. And Louis, of course, is ensconced in his beautiful virtual living room. I love that with the piano <laughs> in the background. That's stunning. <laughs> You, you got to visualize it before you get it. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you got to know what you want. Otherwise, forget it. You're not going to get it. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Well, plus yeah, also, I, I made a connection uh, today, earlier today, between Louis and Neo Positivity, who does the uh, Friday show and who also does these uh, bi monthly summits because um, Louis kind of expressed interest in doing stuff like that. And I figured, well, Neo's summit would be perfect for that. So, absolutely. The, the two of them are now hooked in. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing what's going to come out of that one. That's going to be good. Sorry, Louis, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Oh, um, I've just had a an adventure of getting a lot of things that I've been waiting for. Like I got my electric scooter and zooting around in that. And uh, on the weekend, I bought a PC and it arrived arrived today. You know, in the morning. It's like, wow, you know, the speed with which you can get things these days. Right. What they'd done is they'd pre-built it at at Amazon and. you know, Amazon just delivered it. So, you know, just took one day and bang, I had it. It's like really cool. So we're on the new machine at the moment. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's not like it was 20 years ago, right? No, I mean, the last one was, was only probably three years old. But um, I decided to give my daughter uh, my old machine. So oh, I splurged out and got myself a new one. And uh but uh, it's 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 got all those fancy lights and the fans and you know the <laughs> RGB and I don't want any of that. And I'm not trying to find the off button somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter said, "No, no, leave it on." <laughs> ah, that's funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, loads loads of things have been appearing. I wanted a new mattress, and now I've got a new one, and it's really nice support and you know sleeping better and oh yeah, all different things. Just things are just falling into place one after the other after the other and. I'm just having a lot of fun playing with it all. That sounds delightful. Sounds absolutely delightful. That's the way life is supposed to be. How about that? An abundant life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you did. 
now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it in one. Yeah, no, um, I've just got a little too many things at once, so I'm not able to spend a lot of time just on one, focusing it and appreciating it. It's like Abram says, you know, you don't want everything you want all at once. You just don't, you know. True. And these have all kind of piled up in the last week. And it's like, whoa, I want time to enjoy the mattress <laughs> and to enjoy the bike and enjoy the um, UPC, you know. But one one is always taking over the, the, the time of the other one. You know, it'll all balance out in the end. But um, Well, the good news uh, is, is there's no time limit. That's the really good news. You, you can appreciate them in whatever order and whatever time works. So that's Yeah, fabulous. yeah. Hi, Marissa. <laughs> Hello, Marissa. Thanks for dropping in. Um, so, but... I wanted to ask Anne-Marie something. Um, have you oh. been playing playing with the water? Do you know what I've got? I bought a new water filter, and it's got "Learn Appreciation" written onto it. Cool. Oh, and cool. I've just literally washed it today and filled it up, and I'm, I won't. I'll leave it overnight, as you said. So yeah, it actually tastes so much refreshing, mm. so much better. So Isn't yeah, amazing? I definitely feel a difference. Yeah. It, it, it's striking the first time that happens. You, you you take the taste of the the new water with the the label on it that you know has love or whatever it is that you decide to put on it, and it actually tastes better. I it mean, does. Like, demonstrably. I, I didn't really. I'm not a big water fan um, normally, but yeah, it makes such a difference. So yeah, I've actually got squash now, but usually I've got water. <laughs> I'm just I'm leaving it overnight. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, even squash, when you use certain things that I've got here, can taste a lot sweeter. Um, there's a purple plate that I put these things on. You can take wine and put it on and it destroys wine and makes it vinegar, turns it really? into vinegar. But if you take something like orange juice, it tastes sweeter. Or if you take water, it tastes better, etc. But, um, I don't even know if they sell them anymore. I bought them a long, long, long time ago, but you know, it's like a one-off purchase as well. These weird purple plates. I don't even know what they're called, you know, so long ago. But I've I've used them consistently over the years. You just put your glass on it, so, and I've got my water filter under uh, uh, big the big one under the water filter. So as I say, I've I've done lots and lots of little things to enhance my water, all the way to the copper cup. So. <laughs> so what's the reference of the purple plate, Louis? I've not heard that one before. Oh well, this is more woo woo than anything else. So. Um, well, we're all about it's, the woo. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is the most woo-woo thing I do with my water. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you what it looks like. Here it is, purple plate. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. the one for the for the for the cup. Um, and it's got a symbol on it. I don't know if you can see that symbol. Uh, yeah, not quite. I can not see quite. Yeah, it's not particularly clear, and it's got a. EIP written on it, yes. but never mind. Um, it's supposed to be designed so it attracts the cosmic um, or, or the non-physical energy or the key or the chi and um, concentrates it into your, your cup. So, uh, But I have noticed you put wine on it, it does turn it to vinegar. There's no doubt wow. about that. Um, but again, I bought this about 30 years ago. <laughs> it's actually available online. I'm looking right now. All right, okay. You can get it, you can get it on Amazon. It's called the Nikola, Te- Nikola Tesla Purple Positive Energy Plate. Right, still so selling. Wow, They're wow, still wow. It. Yeah. Are they expensive? I can't remember how much are they. Uh, Amazon is thirty-five dollars US. Uh, eBay is fifty dollars US. But is that for a big one or just a small cup one? No. <laughs> Two and a quarter by three and a half is the Amazon one. And the eBay one, if it will come up, doesn't say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, here we go. 30 centimeters by 30 centimeters. So 12 inches by 12 inches. So it's pretty big. Yeah, that's the one I've got underneath my water uh, filter. 30 by 30, yeah. It's like a ruler by ruler, yeah. Well, I think you should get free ones now that you've just advertised it all over the, the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out why, what, what, what Nikola Tesla has to do with it. I mean, there's some connection there. I just don't know what it is. Uh, maybe, maybe it's to do with tachyons. I don't know, but I don't think Tesla was into tachyons, or was he? I can't remember. 
don't know. Positive energy is the closest I can see from the description. I'm sure they're just leaning on the name for no real reason. Probably. Invented by Ralph Bergstresser. Bergstresser, excuse me. Manufactured in Arizona. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I remember it was an American thing. But yeah, obviously people are still buying them. Apparently, yeah. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's some... St- <laughs> Under the questions and answers, you know how they have Q&A on, on the Amazon Yeah, 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 yeah. Are, are these Tesla plates supported under Linux? No, only C++. Only C++, right? <laughs> oh, people say we're crazy. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah, but um, the the combination of things, you know, when I when I drink the water out of this, I promise you, if you came here and drank it, it just tastes so sweet and soft. Um, can't really, not sweet as in sour sweet, but you know, you get that little bit of brackishness from the from the tap water. There's none of that. There's no hint of that at all. Right. Um, okay. We've got a couple of those next Monday. Um, I'll be drinking out of it. We can just do a copper cheers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the copper cups are a little more expensive. I think they're about 35 pounds for two. Um, and it's about 50 quid for a jug, which is the next thing I want to buy. And then that's it. I don't want to do anything else with my water. My water's fine now. (laughs) Absolutely. You do more with your water than anyone else I know. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the nice thing is the rest of the family can benefit from all my work, you know, without knowing or doing anything. You know, they just pour it out of the um, the whizzy filter thing. Um, the whizzy filter. The, the Mayu, the Mayu Vortex um, thing. I don't know if you've ever had a look at that. M A Y U Vortex okay. water. I can't remember what they use. What they say, water enhancer or something. I don't know. <clears throat> But it, that's really fun. You put it on your, your lounge table and it's a battery operated thing and it swizzes around in this beautiful, like, um, shaped water container and, um, it creates a vortex all the way down and then it aerates the water. So it gets the water moving and I've got the sunlight in the, in the lounge coming in on it. So, um, you've got the aeration, um, you've got the removal of the, um, any chlorine with that machine. <clears throat> and there's a list of 10 other things it does. I bet it's quite relaxing to watch, isn't it? It is. It is from, you know, you, you can, you've got a, a little cable that plugs into your USB port, <clears throat> which I've got on all my plugs in my house. I just plug it on and then it's magnetic. So if you hit it, it just falls off. So it doesn't drag the, yeah. the, um, the thing off. And then it's got a four hour, um, charge so you can take it, put it in the middle of the table while you're eating and it's very quiet. And then you've got this beautiful vortex in front of you and then everybody's drinking from it. So I don't know. Is that, from, from an aesthetic point of view, I like it, but I think it's probably one of the items that has the biggest impact on the water, strangely enough. Dude, and actually, it's 170 pounds. It's 170 pounds if you buy it new from the, from the company, but I found it on eBay for 50. Oh, barking. Yeah. There's actually a website, purpleplates.com, and it All tells right. you everything you'd want to know about it. About it, yeah. And You're an official you yeah. <laughs> Well, I, you know, when you run into something unusual, you have to look it up, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the law, I think. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. This, 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 and, and, you know, they have a whole thing about purple plates here. And so, so far, Marissa, they haven't said the a single thing about why Tesla it has anything to do with it yet. Uh, eventually. Oh, here we go. Let's see. All right. You have to kind of skim through some stuff here. Goodwin mentioned Goodwin. Uh, Goodwin is Linda. Go- oh, I'm sorry, Goodman. Linda Goodman. Uh, she writes about. Oh, Linda. She wrote sun, sun signs. Yeah. She mentions that strangely, the person who created the plates with Nikola Tesla preferred to remain anonymous. However, after the inventor's death, the company which produced the plates decided to give him due credit. The inventor, Ralph Bergspesser, was born in 1912 in Pueblo, Colorado, of German parents who immigrated to the U.S. He was extremely interested in free energy or zero-point energy, as it is now called in scientific circles. 
Bushmaster carefully studied anything written about Tesla's experiments and attended many lectures given by Tesla. At one point, they were introduced and quickly became friends due to like interest in free energy. Over the course of the next 20 years until Tesla's death, they had numerous conversations on the process of tapping free energy. And after Tesla's death, Bergstresser was able to discover the secret of altering the aluminum in the positive energy plates from clues and notations in Tesla's notebooks. So I'm not a whole lot more educated than I was before, but there you have it. That's the connection to Nikola Tesla. Hey, he's, he was his pal. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's good enough, right? <laughs> the rest of it is like, uh, okay. <laughs> what, whatever you say, sure, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, if it works, it works. That's all that really matters. No, absolutely. I mean, Marissa, Marissa says there, do you think it makes the water healthier? So what is healthier water? Well, she follows up by saying more pure. No, I mean, I, I understand that. So, uh, yeah, it gets rid of impurities. Um, it, it cleans up the water. It aerates it. Um, uh, it makes it taste better. And the other thing that I said to you the other day is <clears throat> it's, um, I'm now drinking a lot less water. So therefore you're straining your kidneys less, et cetera, et cetera. So the water you are using is going in being used. So I also use the salt water relationship if I feel I need to. So if you put a little salt on the tip of your tongue, it sends a signal to your brain to absorb the water. Hmm. Um, and it's very important to understand that because a lot of people are drinking water, but it's just coming out as urine. But if you drink water, if you put a little bit of salt in the tip of the tongue, so good salts, in other words, rock salt or Himalayan salt or something, take the good salt, put it on the tip of your tongue, that sends a message to your brain, says absorb it. And so instead of the water just being passed through the body, you're now getting the body really absorbing that water and using it very effectively. So, um, of course, water's got memory. So you're, you're taking into consideration that I'm putting happy or good vibe memory water into my body as opposed to slam, bang, dark, falling out the tap um, water that has got a memory of of not so interesting or, or great or brilliant um, experiences in the last, say, half an hour that has come out of the tap. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what it's doing. <laughs> so they tell us. <laughs> Um, so, you know, when Dr. Moto took all those photographs of, you know, straight tap water and tap water with, that's been in a jug that's had love and appreciation on it for a while, etc. And, and the different crystals look so different. And some of them are so beautiful. Those pictures, you can just look through that book just to look at the pictures, you know, True. Um, yeah. some of those crystals are just amazing. They're beautiful. No doubt about it. And, and he, he freezes the water more. He freezes right. a water molecule down to minus four degrees, and then at minus four, he's able to take the photo. That's four degrees, minus four degrees centigrade? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, that's pretty I think, cool. I think the Chinese use metric, yeah. That's very cool. Or was he and, Japanese? I think he was well, he, Japanese. He's, he's Japanese, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Emoto is definitely Japanese. Um, the other thing that's really cool is he used a, and uses a wide range of words. I mean, yeah, he does. It's vibration, but it's like a huge. And, he and uses Bach music things. and all yeah. different types of things. Yeah, all kinds really of stuff. Yeah. You've heard of this before, haven't you, uh, Emery? I've heard of it. I've actually seen it, so I've just made a note of it so I can go in okay. and have a look. Cool, cool. Oh, yeah, lots of good stuff on Google, you know, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. You can just find tons and tons of it. Really cool mm. photography. Yeah. Yeah, definitely worth it. I'm I'm just excited with all these new toys and things I've got because <clears throat> my wife said to me the other day, "Oh, I'm 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 here. I'm just about to have some coffee. Do you want to join me?" So I said, "Sure." And a couple of seconds later, there I was on the little scooter outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, you went so quick! I said, "Yeah, look what I used." <laughs> Did you get arrested? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I took all the byways and how, uh, you know, to get past highways. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I decided, you know, let me, let me pop off to the shop, which I'd never do because it's just a little too far to walk. Let me pop off to the shop to, to go get some batteries and boom, 
I was out of the house and back again within seconds. I'm like, wow, it's so cool. <laughs> you know, opening the garage, getting out the huge Jaguar. <laughs> now, bear in mind, this is the same man who a year ago was waxing poetic about the Jag. And now exactly. Like, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's history. <laughs> now I'll have the wind in my face and you feel alive and you can fall and hurt yourself. It's so cool. <laughs> no airbags and... <laughs> Huge bonnet of metal. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I really appreciate the, the vehicle, except it's big. You know, this is a beast. You want to put it in the, the back of the Jag, it takes up the whole, the whole wow. Jaguar. <laughs> wow. Why, why uh, such a big, because of battery space? Or what? Well, I, I live up a very steep hill and to have an electric scooter that won't take me my way to up that hill was not going to be an option. So I went for something that was slightly bigger to make wow. sure I can do it. And anything smaller than this probably wouldn't get me up okay. the hill. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have to put both motors on to get up the hill because it really is steep. It's probably about a 40-degree incline. Oh, you know? yeah, that's pretty steep. Wow. Um, only for a shortish section, but it's, you know, it's hey, it doesn't have to be very long. Just no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, if I'm going to get one of these things and I can't get home, I'm just going to be annoyed having to push it up the hill every time. So especially a hill like that one. Yeah. 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 How much fun is it going down the hill? Absolutely. I mean, those disc brakes, those disc brakes, you can, you know, it's not like a bike or anything where you get scared when you're going down a hill. You've got as much control as pretty much a car. Mm. These disc yeah. brakes are absolutely spot on. They're really strong and, and work very well. So happy about them. Um, so it was one thing I was a little bit worried about because you got the 40 degree downhill when you're going down. Absolutely. So you want to make sure that this thing can handle it, but it handles it with absolute ease. You know, you don't, you don't notice it at all. If you want to brake full on, you can do it, but you don't need to. Um, and you've got dual motor. So you've got one motor at the back, one in the front. So. If if you want the battery to last longer, you just put on one. Um, but if you're going up a steep hill, you just touch the button and you got both on, and you can go up the hill. So now, do you have an easy way to carry things like groceries or whatever? Yeah, I just use a backpack. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can't really do a full shop, but you could do you know a small number of items. Well, I can carry 13 kgs on my back when I'm my hiking days. So yeah, you can. You can. Well, I mean, just in terms of the volume of it. Um. Yeah, it probably depends on the backpack, but you can, I've also got a little, um, Velcro type backpack that goes over the handles. So oh. you can store things on there as well. Okay. Um, well, you but, probably also do saddlebags, I would imagine. That, that's kind of what this thing is. Yeah. It's a okay. Velcro saddlebag. That's okay. just not a horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> With my gold bars. <laughs> well, that's right. There's no pommel, so you're safe, I think. Oh dear. I did enjoy uh, Louis Lemur's books when I was young. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, okay. Fantastic. So, so has your wife figured out now that you're the guy, the go-to guy for anything that, you know, that needs to be sent on an errand for? That anything? Sorry? Yeah, anything that she needs, uh, to, to send you on an errand, on an errand. She just no, totally, no, you know, just go no, do that. No. She hasn't worked that out yet. It'll come. It'll come. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get her to use it, but I think until it's legal, she won't touch it. <laughs> but surely you're just going, yeah, I'll go out. I'll go out. I'll do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but she walks past the supermarket to and from work every day. So it's she she can pretty much pick up anything she wants. So. Yeah, that'll change. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds uh, like this weekend has been a bit like Christmas for you. It has, yeah. And the other thing I got this last week is um, four new tires for the Jag. Um, Ooh. So um, I guess you still love the Jag. I got the, the the Michelin uh, cross cross climate. So they're very good at wet and snow and dry and all the rest of it. Right. They really got a good rep, them. But I mean, they're not cheap, but we're going on holiday and all the rest of it. So I thought sure. the last ones are just wearing down. The nice thing about it is is just you know, not not too LOA, but I think in a way this is LOA because um, I, I really wanted to uh, look after the tires the best way I could. And I found out that you f you fill it with, at, at this one place with helium, uh, not helium, hydrogen. And what hydrogen does, hydrogen doesn't expand under heat. So wow. it maintains your tires for an extra 25% longer. Wow. And it improves your fuel by 5%. Interesting. Um, so, you know, 
uh, you go to this place, they fill them up, and they'll top them up for free. And it only costs a tenner to do all four tires. So it doesn't matter Whoa. what car you've what car you've got, you can just have them filled up with these guys. Wow. <clears throat> that is very cool. I like so that. you know, little things like this, I like telling people because you know, to to just save five percent on fuel for the rest of your life is brilliant. <laughs> that alone. To be saving 25% on the life of the tires. Tires, tires absolutely. Especially yeah. Michelin's are not cheap. You know, you're no, exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a significant savings right there. That's really cool. You know, you mentioned that it isn't really LOA, but really it's all LOA. That's one of the things we were talking about before the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've actually toyed with the idea of changing the name from LOA today simply because people get so hung up on, well, we got to talk about law of attraction. <laughs> Except that when we're talking about life, that's built in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like we have, it, it, it's kind of like, if, what if I was talking about, what if I called the show the law of gravity today? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing, really. <laughs> I mean, they're different laws, but it's the same principle. You know, would you really want to? You can talk about the law of love, and that's the law of attraction. You can talk about <laughs> yeah, the law of masculine and feminine. That's the law of attraction. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, all these other laws that people make can all be broken down to originate from from the law of attraction. All of them. And ultimately, they're all about what we're using and understanding, and not even using, um, just understanding so that we can live better lives. Mm. That's really what it's all about. It's about living the life. We get, we get hung up on, on what the rules are. Well, why not just live the life? Mm. Mm. You know, it's so exciting because we're go- going on holiday to Wales <clears throat> um, very soon for um, a week and um, during the um, school, t- school midterm. And... Uh, we, we've, we, it's right on the coast and, you know, really love the drive and I've got these new tires. The new tires also, the, the steering wheels very much easier than the old ones. And, you know, of course, other ones that were a bit warm, but the interesting thing about these tires as well is the, the Michelin cross climate is they say that down to the legal limit, there is no difference in effectiveness all really? the way through. Nothing. Wow. That's this is one of the first tires that's ever been able to say that. Which is phenomenal. <laughs> um, and, and the guy gave it to me at a really good rate, um, as well, cheaper than anywhere else I could find on online or anywhere. And right. it was just, I was just lucky, you know, he said, no, there's only four and that's it. You know, um, if you wanted more or anything, you'd be paying, you know, 20, 30, <laughs> 20, 25 quid extra every tire for every tire. So wow. I was like, wow, you know, it's just amazing. Nice. Really nice. But that right there is law of attraction, isn't it? It is. You get it what is. you want at a good price. Price, yeah. It's a yeah. gift, yeah. And and to get the helium as well, which only cost a ten extra, which he threw in for mm-hmm. free. Um, you know, that's like because if you're buying these expensive tires, we'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, you feel really confident with them. I've tried, you know, used to the 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 Jaguar is so powerful. Um, probably when it hits the second gear because it's an automatic so you don't really notice the gears but when it hits second gear it was usually sliding but with these new tires nothing you know and the old tires mm. were pretty good when i bought them um you know three years ago so um you know all the way through the those tires have been spinning but these tires nothing not a hint of anything um rain it's particularly good at getting rid of the water They've won so many awards. It's now going on the Volvo as the default tire from uh, sale from the from initial sale. Wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, I did a bit of research on them, and uh, apparently, they're, yeah, they're, they're fantastic tires. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my dad always said to me, "Get Michelin because they last longer, and you save more money, even though they're a bit more expensive." That's so um, and yeah. and they're, they're really good at dry. War, rain and snow so mm-hmm. you've got um and they're very highly rated in the snow even though they're not a, a full winter tire now for those listeners who are wondering what all this has to do with law of attraction because like i said we're trying to avoid the flight and not to be tied down but there is a direct connection I, there are a few that might think of but one in particular is louis just did a massive rampage of appreciation on his tires mm, mm, mm. absolutely um absolutely 
and I really do appreciate them and I respect them. Consequently, when I'm driving with them, I am now having that field in my thought form around the tires. You understand? So, um, when you start working like that, you're working on every aspect. I appreciate the Jag so it works and runs well. I appreciate the tires so they work and run well. I look after the correct gas inside the tires so it works and runs well. So, you know, you've got all these beliefs which you're building up in yourself, these good positive beliefs. Um, and they, they have a massive effect, um, over time. Well, and I we're, we're noticing today, we went out to uh, get a new dryer, uh, cause the one we currently have is, starting to show its age so okay time to get a new one and we go to this the shop and, and on our way to the shop it, we, we were both noticing traffic was literally jumping out of our way <laughs> I, I love it when it happens yeah I, no. I mean all the entire trip that you, you come to one intersection where there's a, there's like a, a, a two straight ahead lanes and there's a right lane and there's a left you know, right turn lane left turn lane and all of the cars would move out of the left-hand straight-ahead lane into the right-hand straight-ahead lane. Long, long line. We're talking 20, 30 cars. The left-hand lane would be empty. We'd drive into that. And we'd just sit there at the light, and then the light would be gone green as soon as we slow down. You know, So we're just basically going through the light, past all those cars, and then they all start filling in behind you. Mm. And, and, and that kind of thing was happening over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, it was really wild. Like, what the heck is going? This is really weird. <laughs> you, you know, yesterday, well, the opposite happened to me. I got this really slow car in front of me, and I was like, "What's this about?" This usually doesn't happen to me. And then there was this bicycle who was riding erratically in front, and uh, uh-huh. it's like, "Oh, that's the reason to slow this fast driver down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with dangerous situations." So, yeah, yeah. That, that's something Louise uh, talked about a lot early in our relationship, long before we knew about what law of attraction was. How anytime that that she finds traffic blocking her in some way or redirecting her in a way that she didn't really want to. It's always because there's some other thing, some other situation that it's helping her to avoid. Mm-hmm. And, and over time, I've come to appreciate she's right. That's exactly what happens <laughs> over and over and over again. So, yeah, very cool. Last week, I was in traffic and um, just stuck at home. And I just was appreciating it because I could listen to my music and sing it with up on my ah, voice. And that go. was just so just whatever it is, I just try and appreciate the situation I've been given. <laughs> and it works. It pays off in, in countless ways, ways that you can't even anticipate at, at the time that you're doing it. But then it shows up later in other ways. You say, oh, well, my goodness, look what's happening. This is pretty crazy. But I'm loving it. Mm. I got to take a moment here. I got to do a little promo uh, because next week on the Monday show, we have two special guests coming in who have been previous guests on other days. But the reason we're getting both of them is they do a podcast together. They're both coaches. Oh. One's named Cassie Parks. The other one's Ginny Gain. They've both been on the show within the last uh, two or three weeks. And uh, they're going to come on the show together and do a show with us on Monday. So cool. I hope you guys can make it. But these, these ladies are really great. They, these are really interesting ladies. And what's particularly interesting is that Cassie basically teaches and understands all of this stuff from a very practical scientific perspective, mm-hmm. Ginny is completely spiritual, totally from the spiritual side. So you have this really interesting disparity really going on mm. there. And that, that's why I wanted to have them both on at the same time, because they're both fabulous, fabulous people to talk to. I figure watching the two of them go at it like that, it's going to give us all kinds of fun avenues to explore. So mm. yeah, that's that's good dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have a lot of fun next week. Mm. Yeah. Um, also coming up, uh, let's see, I know, oh yes, it's coming Wednesday. Um, David Strickle, the stream of David coming on to join us on the show. So if you have any, uh, questions or if you ever want to hear a session of the stream of David, be sure to tune in for that. And then not this coming Friday, but the following Friday, we have a good friend of Debbie G coming on, Kirk Nermy. And, uh, from everything that she tells me, this is going to be one heck of a show so you don't want to miss that one so just some of the upcoming stuff coming up and uh, be sure you stay tuned in and just keep listening listening to episodes because then you'll catch all of them which is really cool mm, it's literally really like nice. the way today is bursting there's just so many amazing guests recently isn't it and you know what the best part is Anne-Marie you're doing nothing I'm doing yeah. nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're doing you're doing everything right 
I, actually, I did do Which one means thing. nothing. I, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I, Which I means you're step three. You're doing step three. I, I'm doing step three over and over again, yeah. yes. Um, no, I did one thing. I set up a Calendly link so that people could sign up for a date. I did that last spring. That's the one oh, thing okay. I did. You know. Have you managed to get the app back up and running? I haven't even looked at it. I'm sorry to say I regret. But, uh, <laughs> okay. See, uh, the good news, really, the, the really an easy way to tell people. Well, the, the really exciting thing is that the gardening season is almost over. It's exciting for me anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that means my workload is going to be dropping yeah, dramatically. And once that yeah. happens, it, that's going to be next week it's going to end. And so then all of a sudden I can do things like fix the app that has been kind of hanging over my head for a few months now. So, yeah, just saying. But it's all good. Um, in fact, uh, I was looking at the schedule today, putting together the last few days worth of scheduling. And normally I can't schedule too many days ahead because especially with the weather we've had this year, it's been too crazy to try to predict. You know, what can you do on any given day? And then you have to rewrite the schedule. But um, the weather's looking pretty good, and I, I wrote it all out. And I said, wow, that's it. That's the whole season. We're done. Mm. Oh, what a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so you can even appreciate that. You can appreciate stuff that, you know, was kind of bugging you before. It's cool when you can do stuff like that. So what's what's happening at work, Anne-Marie? So what's happening at work? I've lost my mojo at work, if I'm honest. I have to say. Hmm. It's a weird one. So that's because to... you're, in, you're on a, a vortex. You're like, not a vortex. You're in a, on a crux. You're, you're like at a crossroads. Like, do I stay? Do I go? That's very much how it feels. Very much. I, I think I'm working towards going. And mm-hmm. my heart probably isn't in as much. But I also am very aware through my journaling this week that I need to pull my finger out on the other stuff that I do want to do I need to stop that procrastination mm-hmm. and I know things have been very busy but you know I've only got myself to blame if I'm not going to move forward so yeah I kind of gave myself a bit of a talking to today we, we've got something going on here in the U.S. I'm wondering if you guys have it going on in the U.K. as well um, here in the U.S. A, a U.S. professor called it the great resignation and what it is, there's a large chunk of the uh, working population that's quitting their jobs. And yeah. part of them are quitting because they feel like they're not being paid enough and they'd rather just stay home. And um, part of them are quitting just because they, during the pandemic, they got the experience of working from home and now they don't want to have to go into a job anymore. And some of them, are, a lot of them are in the service industry and they're getting sick of the service industry. They're making these shifts and so forth. And, you know, the world of economics, of course, is, is freaking out because this is like the end of life as we know it from their perspective. But from my perspective, it's like way cool. All these people yeah. are discovering their power and they're discovering they have choices. I think so. I'm curious. Is the same? Thing, are you guys experiencing anything like that there? I mean, literally, we're getting like millions of people quitting their jobs every month. I think for me personally, it's kind of feels like three years ago, I'd have just still got on with it and just thought this was how things were. Whereas mm-hmm. now I know I've got a choice mm-hmm. and doing more of this and listening to you guys and just in, you know even just joining LOA today and having more fun doing this than I am doing my day job so <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> so you know it, it kind of opens your eyes doesn't it and it gives you a thing but I think you know this is supposed to be hard and difficult you know Sorry, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> a, a lot of people still don't believe that I've been speaking to on the gaming platform that um, that that they can leave their job. They just don't believe they can leave it. Yeah, you dreaming, mate. But that to me is what's so cool about what I'm seeing here. And that's why I'm wondering, I think it probably is happening there too, because no, I mean, I'm sure it is. Well, this is happening sure. anywhere. The pandemic has happened. That's pretty much global. So I would imagine, I just haven't seen any news saying that's been happening in the UK, but it's gotta be happening. And if it is, I mean, this, this is like global. This is a major thing happening around the world. That's freaking a lot of people out, but it's also exciting to a lot of people. Mm. And I just love that. Because what that means is people are raising their vibration and they don't even understand the importance of it, but they're getting the results. I see a lot of my friends doing um, network marketing roles. So they can work from home. They can work around their families and have that freedom to do what they want, when they want. And I see a lot of LOA in that because they're 
learning about positivity and how to express themselves and how to stay positive so they can do that through their network marketing so it's actually really interesting to see how it just filters I mean to be fair I, I did a little bit of network marketing when I was um off with my children and there was very, very cool. much a lot of like positivity have your vision be positive mm. you know high vibe and stuff like that so I think it's filtering now quite quickly after getting very high in a network marketing company, I can tell you that, number one, network marketing is a self-development course in disguise. This yeah. is true. It's one of the hardest, toughest, um, <laughs> and probably most fulfilling ones that you can do. <laughs> I'd agree. Um, the biggest challenge you have in a network marketing, trying to build a team, is getting people to stop thinking job and to start thinking run my own business because it only costs about 40 quid to join to make start your own business but people don't take it seriously you know if you invest ten thousand pounds you might take it seriously but when you invest 40 quid on it um, to get people to change their mindset that they have to you know um motivate themselves <clears throat> that they have to improve themselves, that they have to develop themselves um, is, is the challenge because you, and, and, and that's the huge reward because when, when it, when it works, you're getting somebody who's transforming their entire life and then they can sell that. Mm -hmm. So it's really easy, but it's very, very few people you'll find who've been terribly successful in network marketing. Yeah, Reasonably, very. averagely, that's fine, but to, to get, to get to the top, the, the challenge with network marketing is selling the same product year in and year out for the rest of your life. And there is no getting out of it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and network marketing companies, when you get to a certain level, will tell you that you can't join any other network marketing company as a serious business, as a using the product, no problem. Yeah, there's a conflict of interest there because what happens is, okay. <laughs> yeah, your your team will maybe go to the other side or something, and they don't want that. So there is, at a certain level in the business, any network marketing company is going to not allow you to do it. So you get stuck selling the same product year in and year out, and that is a biggie. Mm. Yeah. That's a biggie because as you build a team, you can't get out of it without losing money. You lose massive amounts of money once you've built up a team and you want to change to something else. I'm not sure so, how that would play out in the US, in the UK, but I'm, I, I can just imagine how that would play out in the US for a multi-level marketing company trying to enforce that. That would be tough to enforce under US law. No, I, I, don't, I don't think they would enforce it, but they would strongly encourage it. And if they see that you are pushing people to the other team and they're leaving the the herbal of the the network marketing company that you're in then they will they will be able to take certain measures to there, there's certain things they can do they can make your life very very difficult i live in the u.s i live in the u.s which is a very litigious society and i could just see lawsuit <laughs> all over that <laughs> absolutely but these companies are so wealthy they wouldn't they will yeah. they wouldn't even blink an eyelid to throw the most expensive and wealthiest lawyer in the entire country at it oh, sure, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> you, you have no idea how much money these guys make here yeah, i mean literally people have no idea they just so they make so much that they're not even allowed to tell people anymore it is called gangstuous <laughs> amounts of money every month i mean they make like two three million a month mm -hmm. Some of these guys, it's just unbelievable. I believe it. Even if it is unbelievable, I still believe yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating, the structure, and, and, and it's, a, it's a very interesting – Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad fame, um, he, he says that it's the easiest way for the average person to become incredibly wealthy. Mm, yeah, I'm sure that's true. Is network marketing. Uh, Marissa, in the live stream, she put up an interesting comment. I want to throw it up on the screen for you guys to see, and we'll read it to the uh, listening audience. She said, I, I work for public Reg Regina Public School Division, and the school's getting COVID, but they go to school, and then they're homeschooling back and forth. And I'm not sure precisely what her point is there, but it does raise an interesting question. If the same, if the thing is happening in the employment arena, where people are finding that it's really worthwhile for them to work at home, that they're liking it. They don't really want to go back to working 
in an office or in a you know a service complex or something like that is it possible that the same thing is happening in the schooling realm i mean now i've heard lots of stories about parents who are upset about um the homeschooling or, or the schooling from home uh virtually because it means they can't use the public school system as a daycare system yeah but i haven't heard a whole lot about the other side and i'm curious to know is it happening is it a case where more and more kids are finding they really don't want to have to go into school they'd rather phone it in so to speak <laughs> i can tell you my daughters wanted to wanted to go back um definitely she did okay because <laughs> i can see the other side too i can see the argument both ways but i'm just curious and i i can say sort of from my point of view my for my friends is like we were all wait wanted the kids to go back and the kids mm were desperate to go back. I mean, I was a key worker, mm. so mine were able to go back earlier and I homeschooled yeah. for a few weeks and tried it. But when when my daughter found out she got a place back at school, she just burst into tears. She was so <laughs> relieved. She needed that social interaction. Uh, okay, well, that makes and, sense. Yeah, just missed her school, her teachers, her friends desperately. My youngest one was absolutely useless at uh, video conferencing teaching. Mm -hmm. She would put it on mute, mute her video and walk away and go play on the floor. (laughs) 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 And when she she heard her name, she'd like "Mm, pop up. (laughs) 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 And I can't say I was um, telling her that that was bad or anything (laughs) because I don't have a lot of time for, for public education. I actually think I it's um, it, it's actually not particularly good for children. That, that's, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, I'm a I'm a radical, so you know I'm bound to say <laughs> something like that. <laughs> well, true. She's saying um, COVID is rampant in the schools. Well, over here it's not anymore. I mean, none of none of the classrooms I know have been shut down anymore. None of them. Oh, see, it's different in our school. In our school, is it's it? right. yeah. Oh, We've been okay. an email this this today saying that over the weekend there's been so many positive cases but there's also been PCR tests that have been incorrect so I think in the southwest where we are mm. PCR, t- PCR tests have come back yeah, but actually have had problems with that recently. Mm. yeah all I can say is it's truly amazing the, the variety of results people can produce based on what they give their attention to because that's what Very we're true. seeing that's mm. exactly what we're seeing but you know what I was loving watching as American senator. He's a doctor and he was taking some legal health guy who was wandering around calling all the Americans flat earthers because they didn't want to take the jab. And he totally stripped the guy to pieces. I think you may be talking about Dr. Rand Paul. He's a, he's a yeah. senator from, from Kentucky. Yeah, I know him yeah. actually. You do, because yeah. um, I loved what he said in there. I, I was absolutely, you know, this is this guy's <laughs> totally right. I mean, he, there were the the government line was saying that um, if you if you had COVID, you don't have any immunity. You have to have the jab to get the immunity. And he was saying that's not true. That's not a scientific fact. It's completely the opposite. If you get it, it's actually more. Um, you got more immunity than if you had the jab. And, you know, he was saying, why are you calling me a flat earther? Because I'm in the, <laughs> it was really going on and I loved it. I thought he was like so spot on, on point. <laughs> this guy didn't know what to say. <laughs> he was like totally taken out. Um, but you know, it, it, it it's interesting how, how I, I don't know the drug companies seem to be pushing this in every shape or form that they so they can get more and more money i mean they're already got billions and billions and billions i don't know what more they want i really don't they should be giving it over free yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't blame it on, i mean i understand what you're saying but i don't blame anything on anybody anymore and i especially don't blame uh drug companies because honestly this is all human beings no absolutely i agree with you on the stuff so you know mm. uh, and the human beings are included in drug companies so they're doing the focusing too exactly there's, there's a yeah, whole bunch yeah, of yeah. focusing going on you know i agree with you i agree with you mm. I, I find it all amusing though because that's the kind of stuff that used to get me all heated up mm. Mm. years ago that's the kind of thing i would just go off on now it's like okay that's cute <laughs> No, absolutely, but you can see where certain people are leveraging this um, for their own advantage. Hey, everybody's doing that in some shape yeah. or form. 
It reminds me of um, a discussion I had with somebody recently about, um, I think it was about Facebook groups. So some some venue, I can't remember what it was, Facebook groups comes to mind, but it, it could have been any venue where there are discussions that go on and some people try to use them as networking opportunities to mm-hmm. you know, spread spread their their business acumen and their and, and acquire clients and all that kind of thing. And they were the person I was talking to was was poo-pooing that saying, no, it's a terrible thing. Uh, and in the conversation, I point out to the person that, you know, what, what's the, the root of that? Well, the root of it is that, you know, they're, they're trying to profit off the situation. I said, well, don't you try to profit off of situations? I mean, do you have a job? Mm. Do you try to profit off your job? Is there anybody mm. who, who works a job for pay who isn't trying to profit off their job? And she said, oh, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> You know, it, it's all perspective, really. You know, what, what's your point of view? If your point of mm. view is that uh, you you want to get paid for what you do, you're working for profit. And if you want to think that that is not working for profit, guess what? You can think of that as not working for profit. It's all point of view. It reminds me when people say, I can't sell, I can't sell. I said, do you have a job? Yes. So you, <laughs> yes. And did you go for an interview? Yes. So you know how to sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the better question is do you want to sell that's a different yes now that's yeah and what do you want to sell you know if you just well, going to see too. a good movie i want to sell that you know mm-hmm. i just watched the james bond movie it's not that good don't um, <laughs> <laughs> this is called negative salesmanship <laughs> yep, that happens too but uh, marissa was saying um I think that they all should homeschool because of health reasons. Now you could argue that psychological health reasons, they should go to school. So, you know, there's pros and cons to whichever way you want to look at it. So That's going to be true of everything in life too. Mm. I mean, for myself, what I hope is that more and more people realize they have the power to choose. Mm. Mm. I don't care what the topic is. I don't care what the issue is. They have the power to choose. It's up to them. What do they want to do? I'm loving the wisdom, Walt. It's so cool. <laughs> You're spot on. You're getting to that place where I don't care. Please do what you want. But don't tell me what it is. <laughs> and I didn't even have to move to California. I mean. <laughs> but I you do get to that place as you become, as we used to use the old words, more spiritual or more aligned than them. In, in the Abram Hicks language, um, you do have less and less desire to have other people agree with your point of view or your opinion. Yeah, letting go of the, the mm. old belief structure that I had, that I had to talk somebody into something or change their mind or convince them of something. Let it go of, letting go of that has been the most freeing thing that I've done in the last 20 years. Mm. Mar- that Marissa, includes doing a show, by the way. That includes doing an LOA Today show. That mm-hmm. all by itself is the most green thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Because, boy, you let go of that and life gets so much easier. Oh so, so Marissa okay, says well, that don't care attitude. Now, I don't care what other people wish to choose or believe, but I do care what I believe and what I want. Mm-hmm. So there, when you say I don't care, you have to you have to preface it with, what are you caring about and what you're not caring about? Because I care very intensely about my water. I care very intensely about what I'm thinking and well, how I'm thinking. <laughs> but um, I, I don't care if you agree with me or not or you, or you believe me or not or you like what I'm saying or not. That's your problem. Mm. I said that to somebody when I was playing the other day. I said, oh, I don't like this guy. I said, well, that's your problem. And they were yeah. like, yeah, but I just don't like him. I said, that's your <laughs> yeah, it, when in doubt, just return to the old argument, right? And 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 I like everybody, and I, everybody's my friend. I've got seven hundred friends now. You know, I mean, you've only got twenty, but hey, <laughs> 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 I've got more choice than you. You know, it's, e- even those guys that don't play very often or have been rude to me, I've still got them as friends. <laughs> I'm not going to let them affect me. <laughs> Not going to let them have power over me. I'm reminded of the scene from the movie The Secret Dare to Dream, which is the fiction version that came out in the last year or so. And the uh, two two of the protagonists are talking, and one of them says to the other that that, uh, she's complaining that um, 
there's a friend, she's having a birthday, her 16th birthday, and her friend is also having a birthday, and her friend's going to have food trucks and all this other stuff, and uh, going to have hundreds of friends visiting and so forth. And so the guy she's talking to says, um, so tell me, what would, would you rather have? Would you rather have 200 Instagram friends or five real friends? Mm-hmm. I've says, got, I've, I've got five real Instagram friends. <laughs> <laughs> and that's showing the perspective of everything. But she, she wanted five real friends. And, and what that said to me, among other things, was it's not the, the, quality, the quantity that counts, it's the quality. Mm. I don't care what the quantity is. I remember what my grand used to say. Nimi, if you have five real friends, a handful, you're very rich. <laughs> she was right. True, though. I love my old grand. Mm. Absolutely. She was totally right. In fact, I, I start with one and then work my way up, which is what I did, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Well, when, I joined, when, I joined, when I joined Tyre, it was all about my goal was to have more wonderful experience with my family and my friends because mm. to me, that is my abundance. Mm. How is it working out? Oh, wonderfully. Wonderfully. Yeah. Hmm. Lots of Marie, when you when you coming to visit when you coming to visit us? <laughs> we'll <go laughs> Bring your family. <laughs> Are you sure they're not like Absolutely. me? <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Don't worry, my daughter will sort them out. <laughs> I was going to say your daughter, my daughter. It will literally be a hurricane. Uh-oh. Why? Just both powerhouses, I reckon. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, oh, amazing! In a good way. In a good way. But but you know, our house. I've I've always kept my house um, a home, not a house. Absolutely. So you know, people can come in here and rip it up and draw on the walls. You, you know, I'm 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 a, a property developer. You know, I know how to repaint. I know how to fix things. I know, you know, you can, you literally. I don't mind what people do. They can come here, but they must be free to not have to take their shoes off and just walk around and just do things. And I love that. You know, it's so. Um, Besides, he can always put on a virtual background like he has. So he's good. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you just use your imagination, and you can fix anything. <laughs> That's true. That's really true. Oh, I tell you, I, I prefaced the show and I started the show by talking about how um, it's so easy to say, "Oh God, I've done so many of these shows," and then I start doing the show, and oh, it just fills in like, "Oh, this is just wonderful. That feels so good." This is what's happening with this particular episode. Once again, I'm feeling really, really good, and I have you guys to thank about. I, have, I, I, I thank you guys very much because you're you're helping to make that true. Uh, I'm enjoying it, especially you, Walt. Thank you. Oh I'm, well, I'm so glad I make your day, Walt. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've done an epi- No, I've done over 1,500 episodes. Of those fifteen hundred, I'd be willing to bet ninety-eight percent of them I needed a lift that day, and I got it. Mm. And the other two percent, I was. You, you've had a lot of low days, Walt. You've got to do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did one step at a time. That's the point. That, you take one step at a time, uh, and it gets a little bit better, and a little absolutely. bit better, and a little bit better, and a little <laughs> bit better. And it just keeps getting better and better and better and better mm. until finally past that tipping point. And past the tipping point, it's like. Wow, everything's great. I love it when that ball starts rolling downhill. It's so mm. much easier. Mm. Oh, not just easier, it's more fun. Mm. Mm. I mean, that's literally how I succeeded in making the the tag on the show real. It really did become my daily dose of happy and yours too, hopefully, for those who are. Mm. Well, actually, I've gotten plenty of feedback that says it is working yes. for them. It is giving them their daily dose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty exciting as far as I'm concerned. So, I'm thank you guys. Saying- Oh, go ahead. I'm just so excited about the the fact that we're going to Austria for Christmas again because yeah. we, we missed last one. So wow. we're going back to the skiing village, and the whole family will be there. And um, my 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 wife's sister and brother they both got two kids, so there's six kids and huge Christmas tree and there's snow everywhere and skiing nice. and and well hot baths and all those things. Um, I love it. It's uh, Austria's fun. It's a lot of fun. Mm. You know, I've done a few um, podcasts from Austria. Remember? Just occasionally, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they've all been worthwhile. So. 
All right. Good. Thank you, guys, very much. Thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. And we will see you all next time here. Thank you, everybody. All the way today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.